Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. Today, we're super excited because we wanted to chat about something that we've noticed has began to shift and change as we got older, and that's our definition of success. It's been coming up a lot in our conversations outside of the podcast recently, and even as it pertains to the podcast. And I know as you've shifted into motherhood, your ideas of success has changed a lot as I've shifted out of like working for big companies and like trying to create more of a entrepreneurial path. Like everything is changing in terms of what I thought mattered for success. Yeah. And I also think there's like a societal shift happening right now out of the girl boss era. Like there's no more... Mm -hmm constant need to like prove your worth by hustling all the time and we're just shifting into an era of more balance I feel like Gen Z's are paving the way of this too like they are not willing to go above and beyond what they're being paid for at work and I actually kind of respect that to some degree like yes you should prove yourself but don't burn out doing it that's the difference I mean our experience looking back from when we met till now with hustle culture and defining our self-worth by our jobs like we were the poster girls for literally completely attaching all of our worth and all of our value and who we were based on corporate success and climbing the ladder your resume based on our resume when I got laid off from like the dream magazine job I had I literally had to go to extensive like two or three times a week therapy because of the identity crisis that I had of like who am I without this fancy job I was lost and that's pretty alarming we are more than those things and more than a title I think we're starting to see that badge of honor that people used to wear of I work till midnight I'm the hardest worker Mm -hmm. I'm the biggest hustler people now when when someone speaks like that it's like ew I'm so sorry to hear that have you seen sunlight (laughs) this month like have you you gone for a walk like are you good (laughs) so it's not cute anymore and nor should it be I think I think it's like okay if you love your job and that's really important to you. I kind of went through the same crisis that you did when I had Mia because I was off for a year. And when you're not working for a year, it's like, okay, yes, my job is to take care of this child. And that's, that's my current employer for the year. But like, it was a, <laughs> she's a tough was one. A mind fuck too. Yeah, she was, she's a tough boss guys. No, it was, it was a bit of an identity crisis too, not having somewhere to be and check in and getting like the pat on the back for doing a good job at something. Like, yeah. you're not really getting a pat on the back for like nailing a diaper change, you know? Like, <laughs> that, that should Although tough. you should. <laughs> that deserves a standing ovation. There's like a lot of, things at play as well for different people who can relate to this a lot of it comes down to how we were raised and what our models for success were and so I know in our families definitely in my family going a typically traditional route of success and you know expectation of ascending to a certain level within like recognized companies and making a certain amount and stability all of those things were highly highly valued A hundred percent. I remember my dad, anytime I changed jobs, he was always like questioning why I was doing it Mm -hmm. and and that I should stay with the company for a long time because he was an orthodontist. So he basically was self-employed his whole life. Yeah. And that's an old traditional way of thinking. 
and that, like not every company has a pension anymore like it made sense when you had a company that was going to like basically support you for the rest of your life yeah but that's not the case and old school ways of thinking and the way you were raised totally factors into how you define success I think so too and like a, a very risk adverse upbringing as well because like for sure my dad was telling me to mm. do things and I was yes. not listening I kind of went my own <laughs> route but in the beginning <laughs> I really subscribed to that way of like I have to do things this way because I needed the validation of like I'm doing things right and I think I've really become like my best self since I started to carve my own path out and so Mm -hmm. I think being like really risk adverse in in upbringing shaped a lot of what I thought I had to do to be successful and I know a lot of you listening might have something similar or might be like first generation to go to college or immigrant families who sacrifice so much to enable this path like there's all sorts of pressures that have shaped what the expectations are for our success and so it becomes a bit of a path of unlearning that and deciding for your fucking self what you value and yes. what success is and I am deep in that journey right now <laughs> yes you are and that's exciting and that's what you should be doing because success should be very individual it's not what your friends are doing it's not what your spouse is doing it's not what your parents did it's yeah. what you want to do at your core and maybe it is because we're older and, and wiser we're starting to care a little bit less about mm. what people think I honestly, it happens in your 30s. It's a beautiful thing. I I heard that that would happen and feeling it happening is pretty fucking dope. You're right though, the friends too, like it's not just family. I think family shapes us early on, but then I think you can get stuck in an idea of what you should be doing based on what your direct environment is. And so most of Mm -hmm. my friends who I'm surrounded by on a day-to-day basis are the ones that have the conventional jobs and the traditional success and they're all crushing it in high paying corporate jobs and it often would make me feel like what am I doing like I must look like a joke right now and so you kind of start to feel like am I doing things wrong but we are not there is no one way there is no one way and I think it's key to understand that your vision of success might change depending on the stage of life that you're in because that's what I've gone through right now I was very much like climb the corporate ladder become you know head of a company one day that was my dream or be my own boss was also another dream that I had but after having Mia I'm like you know what I really value and what success looks like to me stability providing being present having time with my family which leads us to our first point which is very important is figuring out what your values and passions are because that is a great place to start if you're trying to figure out okay what does success actually look like to me if you pull away all the shiny fancy titles and all the other things that you're used to chasing like what matters to you because it should be totally unique what success looks like to you yeah so think about your values your passions what like gives you that spark for life and I think that also boils down to like allowing your metrics for success to change with every phase Mm -hmm. of your life that's been huge because at one point your metrics of success might just be money it might be like I want to make as much money as humanly possible and that will define everything and then at a different point it might be I'm willing to take less money to work at a really sexy shiny place that like gives me a lot of clout and is really cool I definitely went through that that. definitely (laughs) did that you definitely did that there's so many pieces to it there's the title there's the money there's the like for me right now it's being my own boss I'm very much in that era of realizing Mm -hmm. I've tried every different way of working with different people and I just want to make my own things and so I'm changing what that metric of success is and even within my goals I'm now working with a career coach to figure out how do I assign metrics of success and value to each one of these projects so if I'm working on writing a book I am kind of setting myself up for failure if I make 
having a best-selling book that like brings in all of my income for the year. That's not very realistic. Right. So through coaching and through kind of redefining my ideas of success, I'm trying to understand that like if I write a book, it's truly for me to share something that I really want to share with the world. And so maybe mm. my metrics of success can just be finishing it and putting it out. Maybe I can have some success ideas around how many people I want to reach or like what yeah. I want the ratings of it to be. But I cannot make it about, you know, making shit tons of money. I'd be setting myself up for failure and I'd be believing that this venture was a failure when it was not a failure. It was just my ideas of success were not correct. Right. And that's not even really, if you look at the core of why you love writing, that's not it. It's something that brings you so much joy. So you're right. Redefining that success. Maybe it's you see someone share your your poetry on, on Instagram or you write exactly. the book and someone, it changes someone's life. Like that alone would fulfill you so much just knowing the empath in you a hundred percent no you could not be more correct that's literally it so letting go of these old narratives about things needing to be only pursued if they're going to make you money bring you like a shit ton of clout or you know hit a certain number it can be helpful to have a more fulfilling reason and a more fulfilling why behind why you want to do something and allow that to be the the north star and the success so pursuing like writing for the love of it is kind of changing the way I think about everything. Something you said too reminded me that I think a lot of people define their success by external validation. Mm. And that's why you're saying like, don't write the book to get the clout and the money and have it like become this bestseller. Write it to fulfill something within you. And as a mom, I've kind of found that hard because I think I'm not necessarily looking to climb as hard as I once was. And to me, I'm like, oh, but then people will think all that work I did in my 20s and early 30s was for nothing because I'm just like stagnant in my career. But like there's so many other things that are giving me joy now. And I actually really love where I'm at. And I'm glad I'm not like a VP or a CMO at this point in my life. And there's I mean, we talk about this all the time, but there's different seasons of your life and right now to be able to embrace the season that you're in and to truly live it is a freaking gift because we're usually fighting against the season that we're in in some way or another yeah and that's where all of this this like friction and discomfort comes in totally and that's a big part of success too is like learning to embrace the journey because I wanted everything yesterday like I hustled in my 20s and I know you did too like I was a manager really young. I got married really young. Like I wanted to do it all now and I didn't have any patience. And it can be so easy to be fixated on that end goal and be so goal driven, which is it's not a bad thing. I'm happy I did that. But now that I've slowed down my life, I'm finding so much joy in like the little things and and taking longer to get what I want because there's something really gratifying about noticing the baby steps and Mm. using those to like build your momentum yeah and I I love what you said about like it's okay to have ambitious goals like I will never be someone who's like no just sit back and let life pass you by like we are goal-oriented motivated people who want to continue to you know climb and ascend to be our best but it can't be at the cost of like actually experiencing your life along the way you can't be running so hard towards the finish line that you don't even notice all the things that are happening beside you and to you while you're on that race what i've been realizing is that we are all where we are right now for a reason 
it's easy to fight the season that we're in and it's easy to be upset at ourselves if we're not exactly where we thought we would be but it's probably for a reason and I really think like what you were saying about how you don't have any regrets about how hard you hustled in your 20s that's the season you were in you did it for a reason and none of it's a waste that all set you up so well to be able to enter the season that you're in now yeah and I've been really feeling lately that instead of resenting or feeling like I'm really behind feeling like shit that I'm like okay I'm 32 I am living alone I'm single I am not where I thought I would be like my sister was having babies by this age and was married at 26 like it's easy to compare but I'm also starting to see that this could be a benefit for me and that I do believe this has to be happening for a reason and I don't mean like divine intervention reason I mean I have some shit to do in my life that I might not be able to yeah. do when I have dependence and when I have obligations. And so my ability to travel the world, make incredible connections, launch, you know, potentially risky businesses, I need to act on those now and recognize that that's the season I'm in and that that's a gift rather than complaining that I'm not in the season I thought I would be. I'm really proud of you this year. I mean, I'm always Thanks, proud man. of you, but I feel like you've had a big mindset shift and you've, you're actually like walking the walk. Like you are writing a book you are traveling the world you are meeting people and you are setting yourself up for this next stage so fuck yeah everyone I'm trying, watch man. this space <laughs> <laughs> okay well and this is this is i really appreciate that and this is a perfect example of why it's important to celebrate where you're at and celebrate your friends milestones outside yes. of the traditional ones i think this is really important and this is a way that societally we can start to redefine our ideas of success because right now it still feels like the main things that happen that we celebrate for success are like huge corporate promotion yeah wedding and engagement baby and like <laughs> fucking <That's> retirement it. <laughs> like it's depressing yeah. it's really really depressing why can't we be celebrating quitting a toxic job that wasn't serving you mm -hmm. leaving a relationship that didn't work for you starting a new relationship when you were really scared to get back into dating why can't people celebrate that like there's so much yeah. success along the way that we ignore because it's not one of like the big three and it's a shame yeah and our idea of those typical successes might not fit everyone I may never have a fucking yeah. wedding. I still would like to to celebrate things. So, hundred percent, we call them our adulting wins. Adulting wins, and we like, do. If if any of you have some, feel free to DM us because we will we will be your cheerleaders. I want to hear so everyone's true. adulting wins. Yeah, Kaylin and I did have a thing we did a few years ago where we'd call our shots and put them on a bottle of yes. bubbly, and they would be like, "Get signed on a network." We did. We popped that bubbly. You know, like land a first sponsor, do all of these different things that we wanted to do. And you can do that throughout your life to remember that like success is happening along the way, even when it's not exactly the way you thought it would happen. But then also hide them when you hire a cleaning lady or else she'll throw them out. <laughs> oh my God, guys, I'm so sad. She went a bit too far in the cleaning and took all of my empties <laughs> and fucking threw them out. But they all had special messages written on them from all the different wins. And I'm so like, sad. Oh, and now my bar cart looks okay. tragic. <laughs> I think another thing we're learning I was on LinkedIn maybe a month and a half ago and I saw someone who I had been the same level at once upon a time and this person is like crushing it in their career by my definition of career success and it like gutted me for some reason and then instead of like spiraling and letting it like break me down I kind of like took a step back and was like okay why do I feel triggered by this but am I happy where I'm at right now and I, I was like yes I am happy where I'm at right now so it's okay. Instead of being jealous and comparing, I'm kind of like, my time will come. And it's honestly the 
fucking theft of joy comparison. Because I gave myself that self-compassion chat and like took a step back, it really helped me. So that is my biggest tip. A hundred percent. Recognize if you're comparing yourself to something that isn't even right for you and you just kind of want to fucking have it all and that's not realistic, sorry. Or if you're like, ah, true, this is a sign that something's not working and I, I need something different and it's time to make a change. And another mindset shift that I've been working through lately is redefining failure. Yeah. Shifting out of the idea of failure and into growth mindset because you might be holding yourself back from the success you want because you're scared of failure or you may be blind to success that you are currently having because you didn't get the exact results that you wanted and you've dubbed it a failure. Yeah, because there is something to learn from everything. And I know that sounds annoying. It's like, shut the fuck up, ladies. But no. No, it's true. I know I used to think that success in friendships meant having like a big group of girlfriends that everyone got along, everyone Mm -hmm. traveled together, everyone had like babies together. And that is not my story. I have friends in all different stages. Honey, that is no one's story. (laughs) (laughs) It's just sex in the city. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, But seriously, I used to think I I was a failure because I didn't have this like core friend group. And I used to at certain points in my lives, but shifting friendships and and coming in in and out of those friendships doesn't mean you failed. There's something that I've learned and they all serve their purpose at that time in my life. I don't have to look at it in this negative light. Yeah. And whether it's friendships or jobs or relationships, like none of them were a waste. None of them were a failure. They all were just like the trampoline that let you jump into the next thing. So it's really just about embracing the belief that you can and will achieve the things that you want in life in your own time it's just not always going to happen all at once in fact it will never happen all at once like you cannot be all of the things all at once so give yourself grace and do not lose sight of the success you're feeling and experiencing in different areas of your life one by one because crushing it in every area of your life it is a myth it is a myth or it's the recipe for burnout Mm -hmm. and We wanted to give like a tactical little tidbit for everyone on how to redefine your success because we like talked about it from our perspective. But if you're not sure where to start, we are going to have a downloadable on the site. Teach me how to adult.ca forward slash success. Basically, you're going to go through these four steps. So number one, visualize who you want to be. Close your eyes, put on some nice music and think, where do you want to live? Who are you with? Where do you work? Like what kind of clothes do you wear? How do you feel inside? Then as we mentioned, you're going to want to get clear on your why. Why do you want that life? Like how does it align to your values, your passions, what you truly care about? Step three, you're going to want to analyze your current situation and just take audit of what might need to change to get you to where you want to be. Also known as taking accountability for your own shit right now. What are you actually doing? Are you being this person you want to be? Or are you just complaining about it? The best way to look at this is in like a wheel with like friends and family, romantic relationships, career, finances, your hobbies and passions, physical health, and personal development. And we will have it in the workbook. You can basically mark off where you're at within each of these sections. Mm -hmm. Then it's the fun part. You're going to make a plan. So you're going to pick all these different areas and break it down to small doable measurable chunks so like if you want to work on your relationships maybe the first step is you're setting up that tinder or bumble profile and yeah. that's it yeah that's checking one box that's all you got to do yeah you know i'm going to reach out to anybody just set it up if it's finances maybe it's setting up automated savings i love that that's so 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 helpful we have truly done all of these things i'm really really big into visualizing and we all know the power of actionable doable steps to create momentum so check it out on the site and I really hope this helps. I really think that this is 
a new time societally, especially for young people to redefine what success means to them, to not subscribe to old traditional ways of valuing success and to build a life that makes you fucking happy and fulfilled. And we are just so here for that and so excited to be a part of the journey. And if part of that success is starting a podcast, then you should check out our new podcast coaching services. If you go to teachmehowtoadult.ca forward slash how to podcast, you can see everything that's included if you want to work with us on this and how to book a mentorship call with us today. We cannot wait to work with you. We've had some amazing chats and the first step is just booking the call. Yeah. We got you. See you next time. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.